Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. This is episode 50, five zero. Wow, we have 50 ladies. It also happens to be Miss Helen's birthday today. Oh, it's my birthday? On December 5th. It's my birthday. December 5th. And what are we talking about today? So today we're actually going to be talking about sex. So in light of uh-huh. Helen's birthday, here you go. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride Okay. Even if we only go to my house. Okay, that's not played the whole thing, so we'll get caught for <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Is that my present? <laughs> not, maybe maybe your boyfriend gave you Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the awkward laugh. Uh, <laughs> today we are going to be talking about sex. So this is a topic that we get quite a few requests written in about, and it's something that I think a lot of us do maybe talk about with our girlfriends behind closed doors, but maybe not as openly sometimes because of usually our cultural upbringing it makes it feel a little taboo to discuss, right? But if you're in your twenties, if you're in your thirties, if you're a young adult, you're probably having sex. So, or you're going to. Or you're going to. Or, or you're religious you're... and not. Yeah. It's and okay. That's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. But maybe you still want to know about it. Yes. Right? So we wanted to take the opportunity of this episode to uh, share a little bit of our personal experiences with sex. Six. Yeah. Six. And just also keep in mind, this is our personal experience. We're not saying you should do one thing or the other. I think everyone has their own journey when it comes to discovering themselves sexually. You know what's actually pretty funny? So earlier today, we all had lunch and we talk a lot about our past and our exes. And every time you guys mention one of your exes, I'm always like, I can't picture this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like make up this like person in my head of yeah. what he looks like. So I had this genius thought of <laughs> let's put together a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> with pictures of all of our exes and label them by the number of years that you dated them and also the age of when you dated them. So now we have this collage of all of our ex-boyfriends. <laughs> in a in a PowerPoint deck. <laughs> yeah. Which we also <laughs> present in a very business manner. Yeah. <laughs> this is blank. I did him from da 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 yeah. yeah, we went through the process of presenting. Each each person presented their slide that walked through the yeah. timeline. <laughs> Janet's like, and to your top left. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, who have you had sex with there? We did talk about, you know, who we prefer in bed and all these things. So I think this is a good jumping point to get right into it. So in terms of sex, what was your expectations of sex? You know, obviously, I think we kind of mentioned this before that I think being Asian, we don't really talk about sex with our Mm -hmm. parents. I don't think I was really educated on sex, right? So for me, the act of sex came from movies for me. So I would watch movies like The Notebook and all these like romantic movies. So that's why I thought sex would be like, oh, super romantic and all like all these things. I had no idea what it meant, you Mm -hmm. know, so that was like my expectation what sex was. Yeah. Actually, no, I thought people just took off their clothes, looked at each other and then slept in bed together or something like that. Uh, So you saw all the like feeling aspects of it, the emotional part, but you didn't really understand like physically how things worked. Yeah, I didn't under, for me as a young kid, I didn't understand the appeal of that. I was like, what is that? Why why would you want to do that? Like, why would you want to get naked? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And like see each other. Yeah, I I know. Penises are so gross. Yeah. As a kid. When's the first time you saw a penis? I don't know. Maybe like accidentally, like a family member, or like. Oh, oh, oh okay. You know what I mean, like I don't I was know. Like, not yeah, like no, your uncle, true. right? Yeah, I don't know. Like if you had like cousins or. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Like because when you're young, you might yeah. like all shower together one yeah, time or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So this is. I'm just grossed out. We're just talking about <laughs> your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the first, how about you guys do you remember your first initial thought of what sex was um oh well, i mean in terms of just like human anatomy mm-hmm. i saw like there was like some porn stash like below my parents bed yeah mm-hmm. and so i remember seeing that let me find out my sister's listening right now i wonder if she saw the same because we never talked about it taboo um but yeah i remember like the first time seeing a vagina like a an, an adult vagina mm-hmm. that was like like hairy yeah. and i was just like because i was young so i was like uh. oh that's weird like yeah. am i gonna have that yeah. and i didn't actually i didn't know what it was or why it was there and maybe it was like a a porn thing to mm-hmm. have hair down there so that was like the first time i saw that and i think the first time i saw a penis was um in those like aol private chats what uh, seriously yeah someone sent me a dick pic oh, i didn't know it was baby helen getting a dick yeah pic. Oh i was so gosh. young and i was like what part of the body is that that was like a weird finger like a, <laughs> like, like a really close up your fingers but, really messed up man yeah <laughs> i was like why is it so like swollen yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't know what it was but it was like very uh curved up and i was like oh that's that's interesting and then when i realized what it was i was really grossed out yeah mm. yeah but that was my first experience. I think, yeah. I mean, if it's just human anatomy, I did see, like, I think family family members and then my parents. Like, sometimes they would... When I was younger, we would walk around kind of freely. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's just, it's just a Yeah, yeah, thing. when you're younger, right? Um, but then in terms of, like, understanding sex, like, I think that was through, like... HBO or like randomly because we had <gasps> yeah and actually, and then, you're right you're and you right. these channels and just then you're like what is happening yeah. <laughs> that's like sex in the city but no, more like the ads right oh, the channels yeah, that had like yeah. xxx something oh, yeah yeah and you would flip over and you're like ooh I can't watch this but yeah. I am yeah yeah <laughs> that is true that is true I didn't know what a virgin meant like mm. the, the what what it meant to be a virgin I remember my best friend's brother was like. Hey Mel, do you know what a virgin is? And I was like, Yeah, Jimmy, I am not a virgin because I know what sex is. So I thought the terminology of virgin means like if Just you know what knowing. sex is, yeah, that means you're not a virgin. So I thought like <laughs> I was super cool. Like that's when people get naked. And he was like, Mel, that is not what a virgin means. What not being a virgin means. I'm like, Oh, so I was like educated real quickly in middle school. <laughs> well, did you guys have like the, like the sex talk with your parents? Oh, actually, no. Oh my god, this is so awkward. But my mom never gave me the sex talk. My aunt did. And it was so awkward. Oh. I would just like be over at her place. And I think I was probably like maybe in middle school or high school. And she was just be like, oh, Melody, uh, are you, you know, you know how to protect. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I felt so awkward. She gave it to me multiple times. Did too. you know what it was uh-huh. the, one, the first time she brought it I, up? I think I knew. Yeah. At, at that time. At that point, I knew what it was. And there was one time I think I found a pack of condoms at her house. And then she's like, oh, I use uh. you, know, you to protect yourself. And then just like, you don't want to know that your aunt and uncle are doing these kind of things. It's just yeah, like yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Wait, did she actually like describe to you? No. She's so, just like, oh, you have to protect yourself. Like that. That's all she said. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. brushing her off. So I don't want to hear this yeah, anymore. Yeah. One distinct memory I remember in high school was in freshman year. I was in Algebra 2 class. I was, like, pretty good at math. And so all the – my classmates were older than me. And all the girls would huddle together and, like, girl talk. And so the sophomores, juniors, and seniors were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, I had sex last night. I literally talk about giving blowjobs. Mm. And I literally was so grossed out. Mm. And that was why would was, like, you want to do that? Yeah, like, yeah. why would you want to do that to someone? That's gross. Like, that's mm. where they pee out of. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think at that point I knew what a penis was. And I was like, why would you want to do anything with that yeah, yeah. anatomy? Like, just yuck. Yeah. So that was my, I guess, like, mental state before entering a sexual relationship with someone. That's so innocent. I know. And Dude. now look at you. <laughs> Excuse me? Dicks all over. Just kidding. <laughs> that's not true. But do you guys remember being grossed out at the idea of sex before? Or you always, like, liked it? I don't remember being grossed out. Actually, Janet, you mentioning, like, the channels that you flipped through. Like, yeah, that yeah. totally was my first time hearing about it. But even, like, when you're walking around, it's like, oh, make sure you cover up. Oh, you don't. You can't talk about your boobs. And so, like, it was always, like, you, you knew that you had to, like, hide these parts of you. Mm-hmm. My parents never gave me the sex talk. It was more just, like don't do it right mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like it implies all of it yeah. and it, mm-hmm. i'm just like okay i kind of know what you're talking about they knew uh, i knew what they were thinking about too but it was always like this like forbidden fruit it was kind of just like you can't talk about it you can't don't touch it don't, you know mm-hmm. none of that but i remember like watching like american pie just oh, like yeah i, I yes. remember distinctly i was like oh that's how guys like satisfy themselves mm. and but i was like what about the girls though you yeah. know so there was mm-hmm. never anything about any discussion about like orgasms or anything mm-hmm. like that 
but it was always like how to satisfy a man even in i think we i mean we had like the anatomy like banana you know condiment of banana Uh, talk sex ed in school school. i forget when but that was like the first time hearing about it but it was always around just like how to please how a man gets you know Mm -hmm. gets hard that's true we don't talk about the women actually i mean some a lot of the porn though there is like it's like lesbian porn yeah so if you're like when flipping through channels and stuff and that i mean that like hyper sexualizes women in a different way but i don't know i think for me i asked you mel about like if your conversations with your parents like if they actually describe what it is but mm-hmm. more it was just in the context of don't do it right mm-hmm. so yeah. for both of you they never like explain what it is and yeah. so that was my experience too it's like i had it was like my first boyfriend and my dad was and it was my dad this is awkward and he was just trying to like get a point across like make sure you're protecting yourself and i was like this conversation's not happening we don't need yeah, that yeah yeah <laughs> don't worry but yeah in terms of understanding the mechanics or like physically what mm-hmm. happens i think it was just through school yeah and it school and then porn or like yeah. on yeah. like on tv which is two like really one is like super just like scientific or like body mm-hmm. parts coming together and then the other is like super dramatic and like true yeah sexual. so you don't really you know have a clear know. understanding of yeah, yeah. Or i think it's, i think it's like the kids also talking about and like making like fingers like finger in yeah. a whole yeah. thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember not knowing at all like what are you doing like what what is that like signaling yeah. you know I, yeah so immature <laughs> you bring up that good point janet about like your dad bringing it up i'll dive into the story later as we talk about our first sexual encounters mm-hmm. but my mom when I had my first boyfriend, my mom did bring up sex to me then. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had the sex mm-hmm. talk prior. So, I do actually want to hear about your first times mm. having sex. Like, do you guys remember your first time and how old you guys were? Uh, I, I do remember. I hope you all remember <laughs> your yeah. first time. I rem- yeah, I remember. Uh, my first time was when I was pretty young, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. I think I was 16. Yeah, I think it was junior year. Because actually, before then, I had tried something with someone else who was also my... It's, he's not on the list. He okay. didn't make the list. I was like, I didn't uh, see a guy on the list. I know. He wasn't... He was, but it was a short... I guess I should put him on there. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, the first time... It, we were, like, intimate in bed. But I also knew I didn't, like, want it mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. for oh, my first time. Yeah, yeah. So I remember we, like, got close to, like, getting there. But I would always, like, shift a little bit mm. so that it would always miss. <laughs> What? I never told you guys. This. No, it's like this is like the hyper version of you know when you, when a guy leans in to give you a kiss, you do the whole like oh yeah, yeah. The, the cheek. This is like oh, to another level. <laughs> yeah. Like, but also like I think well you're young. It's also like very like tight and it's very yeah. like you know you're just kind of like like shifting and like dodging. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that is hilarious. Hula dancing in bed. Yeah. <laughs> was, was like was it at the end? You're like, okay, we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna fight. Yeah. Well, so. the thing is, I eventually I was just like, no, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I actually looking back now, just thinking about it now, I'm just like, wow, that was a very empowering move for such a young person because mm-hmm. he was also like older, um, a couple of years older, so it was like upperclassman ish. And I was just like, yeah, that that was the right move to not have done anything there. Mm-hmm. But my first time was with one of my first boyfriends. Not gonna say who, but his uncle had an empty apartment. And we had already, mm-hmm. like, made out, and we were already going out for, like, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So we went to the empty apartment. We used to, like, make out at a friend's place. I remember a friend's house. Like, we would always gather there in Dorchester, and and we would just sit in our friend's room, and he had a bunk bed. And so the guy who owned the house, he would be making out with his girlfriend at the top bunk. So I had my first mm. kiss, like, on the bottom bunk with this With, with another this couple in the room? Yeah, with another couple oh. in the room, like, at the top this bunk. This is such a high school moment where, like, all the, it co- is? all the couples just come to make yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Where can we make out after school, yeah. you know? So we had already, like, been heavily making out. So we ended up at his uncle's place. And I don't know if I, we knew that, like, that was the intention mm. that we were going to have um, mm. sex. And I think that was his first time, too. So oh. it was, like, both of our first times. But there was, like, peanut butter involved. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? This, this story is taking a very interesting Wait, <laughs> there was peanut butter involved? I'm not going to say what. But <laughs> you just said peanut, peanut butter. butter. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say what we did with the peanut butter. But... <laughs> Wait, why peanut butter? Is that the only thing you had? You didn't know lube? <laughs> I get Am I sharing too or like much? Or like chocolate or like, I don't know, wax or peanut no, I butter? Mean, I don't know. I it think was... honestly, I will share in the fact that in high school, when you start doing things, you're a little bit more kinky. Exactly. You're, you're just mm. exploring. Yeah, stuff, you're yeah. exploring. Yeah. And yeah. it just seemed... <laughs> It seemed like the right. Like, yeah, it's sticky and all these things. Okay, anyways, go ahead. You have peanut um, butter. There was pe- yeah, and then uh, and then yeah. The first time it was like my senses were so heightened because mm-hmm, I was like, yeah. oh my god, my clothes are off, and like, oh my god, like his clothes, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember it hurting, but I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't yeah, yeah. enjoy it. And then the second time, third time, it was like 
great mm. and I, we even like skip school a couple times just to like have sex <laughs> you guys a, are, like, a bunch of rabbits yeah <laughs> no i mean when you're a teenager and yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah. my gosh like yeah. i feel comfortable with this guy he feels mm-hmm. comfortable with me mm-hmm. it was like you know like one of our very first relationships with someone else and so it was like a very exploratory too so mm. it's like let's try things and mm. like you know against the wall and like doing all these <laughs> all different <laughs> things okay, um just to you know because we're curious and, yeah, and yeah at that time you've already watched like some porn and yeah, stuff yeah. so you're like oh let's try that you yeah. know so it, it was it was fun so, so you had a pretty like would you say an overall positive first experience? I, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Okay. If it was the uh, the other person, I would probably have been pretty sad. Mm. Yeah. But my dodging is pretty good. That is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I just envision like, oh, oh. Yeah. But also like, I don't want to envision that at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, I could kind of relate to Helen. Like, I actually yeah. lost my virginity at a really young age too. I was mm. 16. I was a sophomore. And my boyfriend was one year older. So it was with someone I actually got in a relationship with. I was with him for two and a half years, so just to give you guys context. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, I was like, oh, like, when you start being physical, you're like, okay, I see the appeal now to, like, yeah. this. I, before, and I was like, ooh, dick. But then, um, <laughs> you know, literally, I was like, you, that's so gross. A swollen finger. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, we started being, like, you know, physically intimate, and then I wasn't his first, though. So I was his second, and he was my first. And I think at that point, I knew I was comfortable letting him be my first, a lot of things, like my first kiss, my first, like, everything. And I remember I also had a bunk bed uh, situation. Mm-hmm. My ex-boyfriend shared a bed with his grandpa. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. No, this is taking an no, no. interesting direction. His grandpa okay. wasn't home during the time we had yeah, sex. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, of course. And so we were on the top bunk. And I remember we finally did it. And it was so anticlimactic for me. And I remember feeling like, oh, like it was definitely it hurt, you know. Yeah. And it, when it happened, I was like, is that is that it like is yeah. that not saying not saying like i wasn't satisfied it's more like i thought i'd feel like a change like oh my god mm. like whatever and then afterwards i think i was so overwhelmed by the feeling of honest disappointment the first time i started crying mm. and he was like what's wrong like he was really caring throughout the whole process yeah. and i was like i just i guess it's just not what i expected it to be like i thought it'd be like the movies like with candles and like really romantic mm. so i really romanticized the act of sex and so actually so when this happened, did you guys, did you, so you didn't plan? It wasn't planned. Okay. Were there other times where you guys were making out and it kind of almost went there and like, or how did? I don't remember. Mm. I remember like the first, like being intimate with him, but I remember, and then I remember our first time having sex mm. and all the other times. So it kind of just like happened. It did. Yeah, yeah. And then I think once you go over that hump of like, oh, that's not what I expected. Like, yes. Then I joined Helen on the whole, let's explore this kind yeah. of like yeah, thing. Yeah. And yeah, we play with ice cubes. <laughs> I just think you just want to try different things. Yeah. And I, I did feel super comfortable with him. And yeah, like I, I think in high school you're very like, oh, like what is lube and like what is yeah. what is a vibrator ring? Just all these little things to see. And I feel like you kind of like play into the kinky, the act of doing it versus like it truly enjoying what it was. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't enjoy all those like fun toys and stuff. Yeah. I, for me, like now I'm just like I would be like, no, let's not do that. But yeah, I think having sex with my first boyfriend it was very exploratory. But this, was it fun after? This it was, was the first super time? fun. Like yeah. you know, you know, you're like. God, I feel like I was such a kink in high school. Like, now I'm just, like, let me a little different. But, you know, like, sex for me, like, it felt like such a new thing. Like, I wanted to do it here and in different places. And, like, let's do it, like, you know, in the car. Like, kind of little things like that. But I don't I could, I may get touch about this later if we, if we go there. But I think we were in a two-and-a-half-year relationship. And, obviously, our relationship took a different, like, you know, it started, like, going downhill. So mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I was losing interest. And then, like, I think for me, like, sex became more of a, an act out of, um, Oh, like obligation obligation versus mm. what i wanted to do mm. towards the end and like i think now i don't regret what i did but like i think now if i recognize this now i would it would be different maybe it's a sign of like i don't think this relationship is going the way i want it to and i don't think you should ever do things out of obligation mm. if you enjoy the process you should i never was i never felt like i was being taken advantage of but there's something i'm just like oh i don't want to have sex i'll just give you a blowjob instead like kind of things like that yeah, yeah, um yeah. It, it affects me kind of now too mm. but i guess i'll talk about that later but yeah i, I was 16 overall wait, wait, wait let's talk about that now how did that effect like being freaky mm-hmm. or you, oh. well, you said that kind of it seemed like having sex out of obligation sometimes like that affected or I think, colored i think sometimes i wish but you're young so i don't i don't think i really know how to explore my body mm-hmm. as i would want to now like i never orgasm in high school i didn't mm-hmm. know what what the fuck it was like Did, I, I, were you able to yourself yes mm-hmm. i always knew how to um but then with with him i just didn't I think something yeah. was holding me back. And then mm. I think ever since then, that mental block has been there since. Uh, I don't think it was it. on him or anything. He didn't do right, anything right. wrong. It's more like maybe I felt like, oh, I'm not 
I can't enjoy it 100% anymore. And so the 10% couldn't bring me over the tip to like come or whatever. Yeah. So I think it happened. Obviously, you know, you're talking to a lot of your girlfriends, you realize like to get an orgasm from like penetration is really difficult for some women. And I think I, I fall under that bracket. So I think not. I remember moments when we had sex and he was like, I want you to come. I was like... I can't get there. Ooh, that's extra pressure if he's like, I want you to. But of course, all guys want you to come. Yeah. yeah. They, but if they, they say want, it. They want the satisfaction also. Ex- yeah. Yeah. Can. But yeah. I think for him, it was like a caring. He did. He was very mm, caring see, about it. And yeah. So I think for me, ever since then, like, I remember that feeling of there's a mental block. And mm. so that has trickled into my adulthood. Mm. Got it. Yeah. But there's one thing I do want to add to this, like my first experience, because you guys asked me, like, did your parents give you the sex talk? And... My mom never gave me the sex talk prior to going into, like, sex. But I remember she knew I had a boyfriend. He would come over. We'd come over and stuff. And there was one time she was dropping me off at school. And she turned to me and she goes, are you protecting yourself? How do they know? I think parents, parents, parents know. know. You're, like, studying yeah. the night, like, late night. And yeah. it's a good, you could assume things. And, like, I can't lie to my mom. Yeah. Just my relation with her. And I knew what she was implying. I was like, uh-huh. I was trying to brush it off. And she's like, she looked at me and she goes, you know, I can't stop you from doing the things you're doing, but the best thing I can do is to protect you. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you, and I'm gonna get you birth control. Oh, she was the one that got me birth control when I was great. when I was 16. I think that's really, that's really important that parents actually talk about this stuff, yeah. or at least try and help, like try and educate their kids, mm-hmm. even if it's still like not really touching on positive yeah. subject. Right. But it's yeah, it's important. It's very important too. That's really oh, cool yeah. that your mom did that. Yeah, so I think that's something I really applaud my mom for doing. I mean, that is her Americanized side. I don't know. That's yeah. how she is. Because she's not saying, like, don't do it. Don't she's do like, it. okay, I guess you're doing yeah. it. Let's go and yeah. protect what you. What can we do about this? Yeah. yeah. And I remember this is all encompassing my first relationship. I was extra paranoid, and I actually had a pregnancy scare. Mm-hmm. That was oh, fun. when you were a teenager? Yeah. It's just like, and the thing is, as dumb as like, we were using, I was on birth control, I was using protection, like all this stuff. But then, you know, I was like, oh, pre cum, maybe there's like, see, like, I was like, oh no, there's semen in there. Yeah, and yeah. like, mm-hmm. what is this stuff? And like, I just like, I got into my head real, like, really mm. quick. And then I was so paranoid, I went out to get like pregnancy tests and I was negative. But still, like, that wasn't enough for me. I was so nervous to the point where I actually asked my mom, I said, I'm really scared right now. I, I know this could be nothing, but I think, I don't know, I just want to be safe, but mm. I, I want to, just get my blood tested to see if I'm pregnant. Wow. That's that's really, like, in- incredible to hear that you can talk to your mom, mom. about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely awkward, but she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she took me, and it was negative, but she's, like, very, like, oh, I don't like... You, you, Take a hanger, smack you. No. She's like, you, she actually never did that. She's like, oh, you have to be careful. Like, you know, mm. don't... If you want to do this, you you know, kind of like that, kind of like yeah. disappointment, but also, like, I'm going to take you regardless. Yeah. I mean, that, that should... That's that, the action that... Yeah, you would hope. Yeah. For, you would hope yeah, for yeah. her to have. Yeah. Not so like, yeah, great. Yeah, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. No, but I, I felt Anytime. like a very like fuck. I'm disappointing my mom to this. Yeah, like I shouldn't yeah. have done that. But right. like, but even looking back, I was like, it wasn't like I. He like came in me. I was like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. It's just like, oh no, this little pre cum. But then, I think with all those like, seeing my, how my mom navigated dealing with me when I, with my first relationship, mm-hmm. with my first sexual encounter, all these things. I do. She was a great mom and how she approached it. So, that really is just like my whole first. Yeah. time experience so yeah i mean that sounds nice you were supported then yeah yeah not too lost in this weird first experience yeah because yeah. apm i think us now like being women entering the age of like thinking about having children having daughters like how would you navigate this conversation right. so i think having that with my mom is like okay i think i kind of have an idea yeah of how you want to approach this with my, mm-hmm. with my daughter if i were to have one i think me and helen fall in the similar boat where we're like we were kind of in high school a little young we start exploring sex at a younger age yeah. um janet you have a different experience right i do yeah i was not sexually active until like my mid-20s so i did have a boyfriend in high school and we're high school into college and we were physical and we did almost everything or like just heavy heavy makeout and Mm -hmm. like dry humping right so (laughs) is there a reason why you stopped going further than that he was more experienced than i was Mm. and he was always very like cognizant about kind of like not letting it get to that point i think he was always trying to like protect me and not oh, that's really not nice. take advantage yeah. i think most guys oh, wait, like... sorry i'm looking at the uh powerpoint which one is he <laughs> <laughs> the top first left. one first one. Oh, okay got yeah. it. Okay. he was always religious but i think kind of like became more and more religious near the end mm-hmm. of our relationship i see um so yeah and then it wasn't until like i kind of started working mm-hmm. um when i was in like my 
early mid 20s kind of similar to Helen before the actual guy that I had my first experience with I started kind of dating casually this other guy and we got really physical very quickly and he had had sex before and I had not and I also felt like kind of uncomfortable yeah. but I was like exploring and trying to figure it out and he was the first oh. guy that I was like naked with oh, and yeah. like you know getting kind of like further you did a little dodgy dodge <laughs> <laughs> I did I did the dodge and I still remember this one time where he was like come on just like a little bit I was, I was like, like Dude, a little, it's either in or it's out. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? There's no, you know, especially with someone who's like a virgin. Come on. There's yeah. no. So in hindsight, yes, I'm really glad that I didn't yeah. let that happen. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you. Cheers. We Cheers. have some glasses of yeah, wine we for need this. this. <laughs> so then after him, I actually started dating someone. We were in a relationship for probably a, I don't remember where and when in our relationship we started like having sex, but he was someone that I felt really comfortable with and mm. was also quite experienced and was older and was just very like emotionally... He had, like, really high EQ. Mm, that's hot. Um, <laughs> that so is hot, yes. Our, like, first time or whatever. Like, we actually tried, like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I had some, like, anatomically, it was really painful for oh, me. Oh, yeah. And to the point where actually it was, like, I went to the gynecologist and, like, you know, it was like, hey. Do what? I have a vagina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it down there yeah like which hole no uh, <laughs> i think in hindsight you're anxious and you're nervous right so you're like not like kind tensed of, up you're tensing up yeah but it was our actual like first time it was very romantic like oh. he had bought flowers there were candles Aww. we went to dinner so Wait, he, pla- he planned yeah, it you planned it then. yeah yeah oh. so this is your, and so it, that was all like him he was probably almost like more of a quote-unquote girl about it than mm. I was because he's like I know that this is like that it's not my first time but like I want it to feel like this Aww. is like our first time together and oh, I was that's... just like yeah so that is like here's like I'm gonna get it in today <laughs> that is super sweet that I feel really, really spoiled from that from that experience wow like, um all right all future yeah. men that um date Janet just know you have <laughs> high every bar time though yeah every every time one flower per time <laughs> But I have a garden. <laughs> wow, this is so. I think it sounds like you know we all have different experiences. You know, with our first times. Yeah. Wow, it, it varies. It's really interesting. It varies, yes. Helen was a freak. I'm just what? I'm just I was. Kidding. I was a young, curious. You too. Okay, fine. <laughs> and then there's like, rom- and then I have, like the me, roses again. <laughs> me and Helen got the bunk bed stories. Yeah, and then Janet got the roses and all these. Things. You're like every parent's dream child, mid twenties. <laughs> oh. We are so excited to be partnering up with Every Lashes. Every Lashes is created by fellow ABG, Paulina Lay, who was inspired to create false lashes suitable for her Asian eyes after having a hard time finding ones that fit well for her. Every Lashes strives to design lashes that look natural and enhance all eye shapes and sizes, including and especially for Asian eyes. Their philosophy is that we should be able to wear eyelashes every day, not just on special occasions. So their lashes are designed to be wearable and comfortable for everyday use. I usually prefer a fairly minimal makeup look and don't typically wear false lashes, but I tried out the Sunday brunch lashes and they were light, subtle, and perfect for a daytime or nighttime look. And for me, personally, I'm a huge fan of falsies, and every lashes 9 to 5 3D lashes have been my go-to pair. The 9 to 5 3D lashes look dramatic but feel so natural on and fall under their 3D faux mink line. Their lashes are the added oomph I need to leave the house feeling so hot and go well with my daytime and nighttime makeup. To get your pair today, use our code ABG for 15% off. Again, it's ABG for 15% off. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. question for you guys like when you guys were having sex for the first time like were you guys using protection yes yeah yeah, yeah. Were, you, were you on birth control or were you guys on 
No condoms. Condoms. condoms? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How Should about I... you? Oh, I was on. Birth I was on birth control. Yeah. Birth con- oh, so you actually started birth control bef- like almost instantly because my mom asked me kind of right away. But uh, yeah, I definitely used condoms like right away, and yeah. then moved over to birth control, and then mm. yeah, I was actually on birth control for quite a while. Like. I was on it for four years. Mm. Like, two years after we broke up, I was still on it because I just, I regulated my period. Yeah. But yeah. then I, I got off of it. But yeah, I just want to ask you guys about your protection, you know, style. Yeah. First time. That's, that's important. It is and, important. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, I I think I started birth control, like, late in college. Or really? I didn't even, like, know how to use it. Mm. And, like, yeah, what yeah. are these, like, colors and dates yeah. and the... <laughs> <laughs> What is like, it going to oh do my to my body? It's like, I missed it. I might be pregnant. Like, all these little things. Yeah. But, you know, I think now, since we talked about our first times, I would love to hear about, like, we should go into, like, now, like, nowadays. I think you learn a lot about yourself, like, and your sexual preferences through, like, you know, different encounters. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, looking at our, like, slideshow right now, the X Factor, we called it. <laughs> we probably have, like, different experiences with all these men, right, sexually yeah. or whether or not. I think it's really um, interesting to talk about, like, I guess our sexual behavior style or like what is our current relationship status and how that affects yes. our sexual behaviors, right? Yeah. Like what's your relationship with the person you're having sex with? Yeah. Is this a boyfriend? Is it a person you're casually dating? Is it someone you met at the bar randomly? Yeah. I mean, it's like, are you hooking like a one night stand? Are you, yeah. Do you have friends with benefits? So I think it'd be kind of like interesting to talk about it. Who wants to start? Okay, I'm, I'm the boring one here because I have a boyfriend. So. <laughs> I always had a boyfriend, though. I have. Actually, mm. it, it was interesting. Like, I'm looking at my slide right now. Um, <laughs> but I have had a boyfriend since I was 16. So 16 and 18, my first one. I only skipped the age of 19 that, that I didn't have a boyfriend. Mm. And then 20 through now. So serial monog me monogamer monogamous you know i'm curious though because like how does that how does that affect your like sexual like i guess like your sex drive or or no like i i don't know actually because because i think for me and you i've never been a serial monogamous yeah monogamer except for your first boyfriend right yeah where you said it started feeling like an obligation kind of yeah or like yeah. i guess how does sex change when you're with someone for a long time mm. oh I, how do you I, keep it interesting or does it is, very, still, is oh, peanut butter still your <laughs> or does it depend it's on peanut, the, it's something i'm no, just kidding <laughs> it depend on does it depend on the guy then it i think mm. it does i have never like strayed or like wanted to casually date that's mm. never been something that's in like my blood that i'm like oh my gosh i, I hate just dating this one guy i'm so curious about like yeah. all these other people because when i'm in a relationship i'm like in it and i'm like yeah. we getting married mm-hmm. or else this is not it right yeah so even if the sex might not have been good obviously i was with them for like the personality or something and yeah. i'm like this is like wor- more worth it than like going out and pursuing other mm-hmm. people yeah. just for like my sexual charge or something like yeah that. Mm-hmm. i think my sexual activity uh, activity or my like i i it is very like high libido i guess yeah. right mm-hmm. libido is pretty high so it's not like i'm like just low libido and I don't, I don't care about sex yeah but it's more just like i think the magnitude of a relationship and the potential i focus on that more than i focus on like the Sex libido itself, yeah. part mm-hmm. for some people it like kind of went a little like dry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i also never really care too much about it and with like current boyfriend <laughs> this is weird <laughs> to talk about because it's so current it's been like always good i'll just like you guys have compatible that. I think your, your chemistry is really chem- yeah yeah the chemistry is is always there i'm always like oh no what if like one day this goes away you yeah. know but and i've worried about that since like day one or whatever mm-hmm. and it hasn't so i'm like okay i think we have something good here yeah that's actually a wonder too because like two things like in a long-term relationship i think it's easy for sex to become a routine right yeah. it's like oh we'll do this position then we'll do it over here and mm-hmm. then it just feels like you kind of know the the choreography to what your sex the is choreography because yeah. yeah. <laughs> i remember feeling like that in my first boyfriend i'm like okay we always start here we do that we yeah. do the same thing and at one point it's like it's not exciting for me right right you know but i do wonder if sexual chemistry is a thing like do you need yeah but I, I, I do talking to a lot of women it's just like I think you can have sexual chemistry with someone but that, that doesn't necessarily build a good relationship Absolutely. right of course you know yeah. Yeah. like the foundation other than sex has to be very strong yes. if you want to have a lasting relationship if yeah. it's just purely based on like lust it, then it's lust right yeah. yeah I do think sex can play a very like not an important role in a relationship but I feel like it has to be something there it can't be like like uh, a spark yeah. yeah yeah. no I felt that with one of my boyfriends where it eventually just sort of like died down and I think I mentioned this before but I remember one time like he kissed me and I was like I feel like I'm kissing a brother oh, <laughs> you know or like wait, which one is that yeah. looking at your chart I yeah, uh-huh. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like a best friend, right? Oh, like yeah. someone who knows you so deeply. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful relationship. But then if there's that sexual spark isn't there, then it's like, oh, if you don't get a little a bit tingly. Yeah. 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 There's like no tingle. Yeah. yeah. You need to tingle. <laughs> but it also sounds like you, have, you need to have a connection with someone to have sex. 
Yeah. You can't just be like, hey, stranger, let's have sex. Yeah. I mean, there's so there's one only one person that I did have sex with that was not my boyfriend. Yeah. Mm. I don't, like, do, like, the hookup thing. Yeah. Mm. But you were kind of dating, though. Yeah, but I, yeah, I didn't really have time to either. But, yeah, there was one time. I already knew that it wasn't going to be, like, a long-lasting thing. Mm-hmm. So it, might, it was, like, a little – I was a little older then. So I was just like – I'm just gonna do this thing like it's like college Helen you know the the things that I was supposed to do in college that I didn't get to do like might Uh, as as well you know yeah and so I allowed myself the freedom to do that but then afterwards I would always feel kind of like icky because I was Mm. like oh it's not you he gets to experience my body and he doesn't deserve it or something like that Mm. body's my temple right no I actually totally relate to that yeah yeah so that that, and then after that I was like okay I don't I don't need that Mm. it's interesting how because like I, I feel like I have had more like casual like sex like there's the, my brain will say that like oh my body is my temple and I shouldn't allow them but then there's the, the flip side where I'm kind of like at a certain point I'm getting enjoyment out of it too True, yeah and so you know but it's it, there's like no right or wrong I think it's kind of like the it's your personal attitude for Absolutely. it right yeah. yeah I'm sure if I was dating more and I was like oh yeah I'm getting something out of it and I feel empowered and I'm learning more about like my sexual behavior and what I like and what and I don't like and what yeah and what these guys like if they you know touch me a certain way and i'm like oh i like that at least yeah, i learned yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit from that I, I could see myself thinking like okay this is like worthwhile of right, my time. right you know it's mutual too yeah 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 so how about you ladies you both don't have a boyfriend we all know this by now <laughs> have you had sex recently i like jenna are both, <laughs> jenna are both looking so like okay so who wants to start first yeah. helen you decide who starts uh let's go with janet okay okay uh, janet well, have a sip of your I'm wine i have some more wine yeah <laughs> Uh, how do I tell? Oh, I'll, I'll start it off. Okay. okay. So Janet has had, um, she, remember the, f- in the beginning of this year, 2019, Janet did like a little dry spell with her wine. She had a much longer dry spell with her vagina. With her vagina. So- <laughs> Actually, it has aged nicely over the few years. <laughs> yeah, it's aged nicely. And then this past week, it will happen yeah. a couple of weeks now by the time this yeah. episode is released. Yeah. But, um, you know, she got, she got it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think when we talk about kind of like casual dating culture, mm. yeah, the last like, well, I'm like 34, so the last like decade, I've done a lot of kind of just casual dating, and I've done a lot of exploring in someone that maybe I'm like seeing a couple of times for like a couple months mm-hmm. to like being in a city for one night and having like a one night stand. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I need more prompting. Of no, I know what it is. Like, Here's the thing: there's no shame with this. Like Janet, I feel like. If you're using this, is how you explore yourself and explore yeah. the people. That's what you do. It's fine. There's consent on both sides. Then yeah, you do yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I think as long as you're protecting yourself, like physically, for for the young ladies that are listening out there, um, protecting yourself physically is important. It's not just about pregnancy, but it's also about like STDs and things like that. Yes. So make sure that even if you are on birth control, you're using condoms or other forms. Um, and get tested regularly. And get tested regularly. Yeah. But I would say that there is kind of a funky emotional aspect to it. Because mm-hmm. when you're not like intimately involved with someone, then sex almost becomes much more just like a physical pleasure mm-hmm. or yeah. a physical act. And that can be both positive and, and negative, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. It's like so the positive like, is like you're able to detach and just enjoy the physical act of having yeah. sex and kind of just exploring what you like with your body. But then the flip side is like, oh. Like yeah, anything. like I remember kind of just laying there and I was like, this is happening. And yeah, like kind of feeling a little disengaged from it. Yeah. There's a sense of it that you feel like a little disappointed, but mm-hmm. then you also kind of feel like, oh, it's a little bit empowering that I'm not like so wrapped up in this and mm-hmm. that I feel like in control yeah. of myself and my you kind of feel, you know, inclinations you do, or whatever. You do feel empowered sometimes when you know like I'm able to disconnect with this yeah. and treat it for what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a different yeah, yeah. feeling, yeah. Did you feel more so like you had your needs filled? Um, It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, see, here's the thing. I think when you don't really know the person really well, it's hard mm. for there to be real physical pleasure. Mm. And maybe this is because, like they say for women, a lot of it is Emotion. emotional. Yeah. Although I have had one guy where, like, we didn't really know each other and it was really good. But I think that's just, like, anatomically we fit together really yeah, well. Yeah. But generally speaking, it will be, like, okay. I think for me that experience was more good in the fact that we had a really great date. It was, like, a five- to six-hour date. We, you know, like had a really good conversation we had mm-hmm. glasses of wine and then it ended with that so it's, it's like the package of the experience of going out on a date and connecting with a person romantically in that way was like really enjoyable yeah but the sex i mean for that particular oh i hope he's not listening <laughs> <laughs> tell him tell him <laughs> it was 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what it was great. about. All right, no, tell us later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mel? You, you actually flip it, flip it a little. Well, because I'm talking about the spectrum of like not really. It's like a stranger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've had some experiences where it's like not. maybe you have like a friendship. Yeah, let me oh. drink this. Okay. Like a, deep, a like slightly a friends deeper with benefits. Yeah. yeah. Than like a, a date. Whew, it's my turn. All right. So I think I relate to Helen a lot when she says like. I do view my body as, like, a temple. Mm-hmm. I'm not naked a lot with people. So I think for me, like, my body is so sacred in a sense that, like, I don't want to share that with everyone. So I think with that, I've always had sex with people that I've been dating. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, ex- well, no. I've all the, guys, all the guys I've had sex with are guys I have been exclusive with. So I feel comfortable enough, enough to share that. Granted, so I like an emotional connection with someone yeah. to share that and to a physical side. And in college, I did try Friends of Benefits, kind of, with someone. Like, he was someone I knew, and I had a crush on, and we went back to his place once, and things started getting heated. And before we start, he was like, you know, I'm not looking for anything, though. And I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, my first time dealing with this kind Mm -hmm. of relationship. Because, like, we were friends, we knew each other, and I actually had a crush on him. And I was like, oh, okay, like... Sure, like, I'll just enjoy it for what it is. And then we didn't have sex. We, like, we like did other things, like, made out. And then after that first time, I knew what this relation was going to be. So I was like, okay. And I felt kind of empowered. So I was like, I hit him up knowing that it is what it is. Mm. I'm going to get my I'm gonna get my needs, and that's it. So the second time, we met up, and we got a little further. And he said, do you want to have sex? And I go, no. But I think I'm someone that I like to move in gradual steps. Mm. And so at that time, I, didn't, I still didn't want to have sex. And... I think walking away the next morning, I didn't feel right. It didn't mm-hmm. feel right anymore. I was like, you know, I don't think I, I don't think it's meant for me. Mm-hmm. Like friends with benefits, I can't do this. I get attached, and I like the dude. So I think after that, I stopped kind of like moving forward with those type of relationships. So moving to LA, the only person I really had sex with until you know stuff um, was my <laughs> was my was my was my boyfriend. And so yeah, and I guess like. We were talking about like you know experiences that have that have happened since my boyfriend. I I did try out I guess like a friends with benefits kind of thing with mm-hmm. someone that was part of my life. Um, Mel has a really uncomfortable face on right now. <laughs> like, how do we talk? <laughs> trying about so this? hard to talk about it. It's, you know what it is. It's, it's hard. Like, it's hard. It, it's yeah. hard because like I I was very firm. I'm like I'm not gonna do this again. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. like I'm someone that's super sensitive and like all these things. But there's one in my life that I felt like I was like physically super attracted to. Like there's no denying the fact that I just. I mean, I told you to, like, I, I don't feel this a lot, but then, yeah, we're friends, and then, like, I think you just feel the sexual tension. Yeah. I think Jana yeah. was like, yeah, Mel, I think we all. I feel like at this point, from personal experience and also from having a yeah. lot of girlfriends, mm-hmm. like, watching each other in our 20s and 30s, that usually when there's that magnetic energy between you and someone and you guys are going to be around each other, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, things are going to happen. Yeah. 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 As much as you try and talk yourself out of it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's always going to be there. Yep. Yeah, and I remember the moment it happened. I remember the thoughts. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Am I really doing this? Because I was so, like, I was so firm. I'm like, this is so not me. Mm-hmm. But it happened, and I was just like, what? And even he was like, what? I was like, I know. I just don't. I can't believe this happened. And I felt like it was, to be honest, it was inevitable. It could be one-sided, to be honest. But, like, I felt such a, like, a huge, intense sexual attraction to him. I was like, uh, like I, I kind of, like, to be honest, I kind of had to bang this shit out. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> that sounds so, like animalistic but it felt like that though it felt so like my animal instinct instinct kicked in i was like oh fuck i need i kind of need this yeah so i did it and then obviously that kind of like opened up conversation as to what is this Mm -hmm. obviously you know we were friends um i don't want to fuck this shit up but but just kidding (laughs) sorry literally (laughs) but i think what happened was like i said this you know like i actually felt very empowered leaving the first time i was like i feel you know what I feel fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't... You're not emotionally attached. I'm not emotionally yeah. attached or whatever. I could do this again and feel okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, then we kind of started exploring that. And I always made it very clear with him. I think in the beginning, it was like, oh, yeah, this is just... It's just going to be, like, physical. But I think what happens is that, you know, you start, you know, getting intimate and, like, talking, you know, after you do it. And then you, like, connect on a personal level. And then you start being become more intimate than physical, right? And so, for me, it was, like, a physical, intimate combination. And so, I think with that relationship, it just kind of, like developed a little more to a point where it's like oh shit like i think a part of me deep down knew that i was liking the emotional aspect of it but at the same time like i knew he like definitely was not looking for a relationship but it's like he said he wasn't but at the same time he was like i'm open to exploring what this can be so i was like okay i'm someone that i don't like to waste time in a sense that like i'm not just gonna 
go into this with nothing being the result. I want an option of maybe it could be something or it just being purely just physical. But to be honest, at that point, like, it wasn't just physical because, like, we were hanging out, kind of. Mm. So I was like, okay, there's definitely, like, intimacy involved. And I told him, I said, hey, at any point in time, this feels like it's becoming just fucking and you don't see me in, like, an intimate way or the idea of a relationship cannot be a possibility possibility you let me know and then we'll be done because i don't want to i don't want to get hurt whatever and he's like i got it i I understand and so like yeah it was a very interesting it's just navigating this is so difficult yeah, sometimes. it actually like, sounds like i mean because friends with benefits kind of sounds like you are it's just for the sex right you know and what it is? your friendship yeah. is separate from that but it kind of sounds like friends with possibility like that, that, that's what yeah, it yeah sounds that, like that's instead. what it sounds like yeah. too and that's like that's really hard to do mm-hmm. because then, yeah. then you can't compartmentalize like this right. is a potential boyfriend and so i have yeah. to like emotionally attach myself versus like this is just a hookup yeah you yeah. know which janet has been able to do with like yeah. her her past relationships yeah. yeah looking back on that like dynamic i was like honestly i am a sensitive type i do fall easily how can you not when you're being intimate it's not just yeah, being physical yeah. you're being intimate yep. with someone yeah. no when you're intimate and i think even for a lot of women it's hard to separate the physical from the intimate mm-hmm. and so like when it's worked for me is when i haven't seen them too often mm-hmm. right or like it's not a consistent mm-hmm. thing yeah. yeah no for sure and i think for me it's like it's hard to navigate because then like you know we're friends yeah. So I think looking back, this could be just completely one-sided again. It could be just me feeling like, okay, maybe there is an emotional connection. Maybe this could be something more. I don't know. But for me, I didn't want to put all my eggs in that one basket. That's why I was like, okay, understanding it is what it is. But at the same time, like in the back of my head, I was like, fuck, I'm enjoying this. Well, yeah. I think there's an aspect of it where too, like, I think you might like like him, right? Not yeah. just for his physicality, but yeah. I'm thinking about like that one person that I did hook up with that I was, that I was not dating. And I, like, was not emotionally attached because I knew that I didn't want to be with him. And it was just, like, kind of, like, a lustful relationship. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it was easy when I was just like, okay, I think we're done. Yeah. 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 And for him, too, he was like, okay, I think, yeah. Yeah. There's probably parts of you that are kind of, like, lying to yourself, right? Like, telling yourself. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. But then you're, you're, like hiding the real feelings of like shit i think yeah. i might like this guy yeah and it's just like you don't want to admit that because it's just like going to come off as like strong like i'm empowered and i didn't yeah. i don't need you kind of thing and then for me it's just like definitely like fuck i don't really want to like you to be honest it's like it's just like we already agreed on what this was mm-hmm, you know right. it's kind of weird it's a weird like uh like i don't know what it is but then it, it was funny because in the beginning it felt so i always joke around like i felt it's so transactional mm-hmm. in the beginning it was fun since we we're friends i could be honest with you hey i, I kind of didn't like when you did that in bed oh, I like when you do this. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, when we started, like, being more, like, sexual, I was like, yeah, actually, like, I like when you do this more. And I feel like I could be really honest with him because he's like, okay, like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Like, it is a physical relationship. Let's physically satisfy the best we can mm. with each other. Because mm-hmm. for me, I kind of saw it as I'm someone that isn't really sexually active. and But this, I feel comfortable, and I want to actually get to know myself, my body more. And if you're there and I feel comfortable, why not do that? Mm-hmm. And so I think that was part of that relationship. Trying things out, being okay with like kind of like having fun and like learning about your body. So I think I did gain a positive component from that. Mm-hmm. But I do think moving forward, honestly, I am the type to get a little attached. And I think all of us saw it coming. I mean, these girls literally were like, just going <laughs> to too many words that are sexual. Well, but uh, here's the thing also. I think it's like it is pretty rare to have that animalistic drive towards someone, right? So I kind of feel like when it happens, it's kind of one of those, it's going to happen. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. Yeah. It's going to, but also it's like the fact that it's rare mm-hmm. and that you, you get to experience that is also pretty unique. I'm happy that you did. Cause I, I feel like if you didn't, mm-hmm. then you would always be wondering what yes. if, right? Like, yeah. because there's this like unfilled question mm-hmm. and desire. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, yeah, you were going into it. And I was like, Oh God. Like, <laughs> <this> <laughs> I was like, damn it. Yeah. But like at the same time, like I've been through it too. Yeah, it's better that you try and tap into it to see what it actually is and try mm-hmm. to close the books on it. No, I agree. Yeah. So and I don't think I felt this way with about anyone before. It's like it felt inevitable. Mm-hmm. It was gonna yeah. happen. How do you feel now? Um, well, obviously, I think moving forward, I kind of know my tendencies a little bit more now. So I don't think I would enter a friends of benefits relationship ever again. Mm. I mean, I say this now. I know. <laughs> I know. We'll be here. Check in with us in uh, season, season six. Probably <laughs> next season. Probably the end of this season. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I learned a lot throughout it. I Honestly, I did enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed yeah. it for what it, for what it was. Yeah. Good. Kind of put me through hell a little bit because I'm such a, like, a feeler and emotional yeah. person. It's just like, it just fuck with your mind. We're like, all right, we're being intimate. We're kind of like, hanging out and I kind of like it. 
that I can't have this. Yeah. My other side is also thinking, you know, another thing I battle with friends with benefits. Obviously, you guys, it's, it's called friends with benefits. This person's not your friend. So you guys get along to some level, right. right? Some degree. But now you're throwing in physical act and now you're throwing in intimacy. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, I wonder if it's tricking your mind to liking someone when you actually don't. Like, the physical aspect is reinforcing yeah, your, the, the emotional intimacy. kind of like I don't know it's like sometimes like I think I, I told you ladies it's just like yeah I enjoy being intimate with him I enjoy being physical with him but like I honestly don't know if I like him mm-hmm. I might like doing these things with him that doesn't mean I actually like the dude mm-hmm. doesn't mean we're compatible Ooh, what is it I've heard a quote where it's like you can love someone but not like them and then same you can like someone I love. yeah I don't know actually because love or maybe love is not the right word here but it's like that you feel some sort of like deep connection with someone but you maybe don't like them as a person mm. right like you don't maybe like some of their values or some of their characteristic traits or things like that but you can still feel this like lustful yeah. not lustful but like a, yeah. a deeper other hippo connection yeah complicated now also really learning that i do actually want to be in a relationship i've always been the girl to date for long term mm-hmm. so i think right now it's like okay well at this point like i don't want to waste any more time so i did that because i feel like my animal side was like rawr i need to fulfill this yeah and i did it and so now it's just like okay now what's next i feel like for me i'm like i am looking for something serious eventually but i've had a pretty big pause in my dating life the last like year because i've been so focused on like work and other things and so now I'm kind of like in this new phase where I'm exploring dating and I think I'm going to be okay with like starting off with casual dating first going yeah. into that that means there'll be more stories coming from Jen in the next couple of weeks oh my god and Mel. <laughs> and Mel both of y'all alright if you want to um, go on a date oh. with one of these single ladies did we do this already um, <laughs> asianbossgirl at gmail.com send us an email subject line who you want to date <laughs> 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 All right, I think there's so much we could talk about in terms of sex, but I think we covered, like, you know, a pretty, like, fair amount today. Yes. Talking about, you know, our first times, you know, how we even heard about sex to, like, you know, our current, like, sexual behavior styles, which is, like, that that was a lot to unpackage and reveal, to be honest. I think we shared a lot, actually. We did. Even stuff I haven't talked about ever. Like yeah. the peanut butter stuff. What the fuck oh, is yeah. that? Don't focus on that. <laughs> Let's focus on um Ice Cube. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a ball. Ball? A ball? You mentioned that you went, you had sex against a ball or something? Oh, a wall. A wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard that statement way differently <laughs> in my head. But yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode about sex. We just want to encourage you guys to ask yourself, what do you value in terms of sex? Um, mm-hmm. I think it's the main thing I took away when I started being sexually active is like, obviously, if you value your body, it's sacred. That's going to help you determine how you navigate, yes. how you become sexual with someone, right? So don't ever forget that part about yourself. And if you have any stories, we'd love to hear about it. Maybe you're kind of too afraid to share with your girlfriends. Like email us at asianbossgirl.gmail.com. We want to hear about it. Don't worry, we'll keep it confidential. Thank you again for listening to this episode about sex. Make sure you protect yourself. Yes. Protect yourself, educate yourself, and, you know, do some deep thinking about your own personal preferences with sex. Because sex is something that you do with a partner, but it's also something that helps you get to know yourself better. So at the end of the day, sex should be something you enjoy. So just remember that and value yourself and what you want with Mm -hmm. your sexual journeys. And also, if you are not comfortable with where you are, make sure you know to say no. You can find us at Asian Boss Girl. We are on Instagram. We are all over the social platforms. You can download our podcast on Spotify from our website, iTunes, all, all the, over the other platforms. places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leave us a rating on iTunes. It actually helps us out a lot. We've been getting on some of the charts, podcasting charts lately, and that's because of your ratings and the feedback that iTunes, I guess, receives. So thank you for doing that. Please continue doing so. Yes. And we also have a segment called Dear ABG, where we're taking in some of your phone calls and your voicemails. Uh, If you want to leave comments or questions for us, we'll address them in some of the future episodes. The number to call is 213-262-8776. Thank you guys so much for this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye!